I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah. All of that. Trades, wins, wins for the Lakers, Million Dollar Monday, you dressed up for Halloween, oh, all of those things going on at the same went time. Went all out, lot. bro. I'm guessing like hobo. You had a little bindle in the uh, the dirt on well, your face. Well, last week we talked about Canned it. I beans. said there was four different costumes. I just couldn't. <laughs> I went to Party City, brought four costumes home, couldn't figure out which one, tried them all on. It was like a long process. Lakers looked pretty good in their costumes yesterday. Yeah, it, it's actually. I feel like they went out and hired like Hollywood costume directors because they're those are just they're too good. Okay, they're too spot on. Do you ever like? Do you have the people where you know when they go all out for Halloween? Do you ever kind of like stop for a second? Like, come on, <laughs> do you well, really got to do it all depends. that? It depends. If it's creative, uh, I like it. Creative is one thing, but I'm talking about like they spent. I spent six hundred bucks. Like it's just, <laughs> and, it is and, what and it six is. Six hours in the makeup chair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's aggressive. I think it depends on what you're doing, but you know that's okay to be. Like Jimmy over here, night. literally spent nine bucks. He tore up his shirt a little bit, <laughs> threw on a couple. I'm trying to get more whimsy in my life, Al. I'm trying to find things that are just more light and breezy and airy, and, and everybody can get excited about. Uh, I want to talk about the Von Miller trade. I think it is absolutely fantastic. It does come with a little bit of cost, which we'll get to in just one second. But I want to get to these phone calls first. Let's try uh, your Belinda this time and Austin. Austin, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Austin? Happy Monday, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, I, I usually spend my weeks listening to depressing talk radio and news, but I've been flipping through the channels, and you guys are making me laugh so often. I'm, I'm becoming a believer in what you do. Half the time, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. We don't so either. Funny the Austin, way you... We're not sure either. That's the thing. Is, <laughs> well, it's working. That's it's our fine. blueprint. Welcome, Austin. I'm glad you're here. Sincerely. Thank you. Thank you. So the, the stuff about AD, since you just brought it up, I mean, I don't, I don't consider this news, and I certainly don't consider it shocking. I remember talking about Rodmanovich having more free throws than Pau Gasol. Aggression is not something that's in naturally in AD's toolbox. And I love the guy, and I'm glad he's a Laker and he's a stud. But he has to be motivated consistently. Either he's doing it for himself, just when he comes on the heels of a bad game, and the media gives him a bunch of crap for it. He'll come out the next day, and he'll say, okay, I'm going to be aggressive, and he can make it happen. But it's not consistently there. It's not natural, and I think we know that about that guy. I'm not worried about it. Um, the main reason that I wanted to call is because you guys were talking about Carmelo. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you something right now. This is my prediction. Carmelo could go one for his next 75, and Staples Center will not boo this guy. And the reason I believe, and I haven't heard it articulated, maybe it's been talked about, but Kobe Bryant is, to Lakers fans, as you know, just uh, you know, almost a god. And when he died, a uh, big piece of us left. We think about him all the time. There's a lot more depth to Lakers fans than people realize. And when Carmelo comes into the game, there's a piece of Kobe coming with that guy. They were tight. We remember them battling. We know how they were friends off the court. And the fans see that. They feel that. They sense that. And that's like the Lakers holding on a little bit longer to Kobe when they see Carmelo. I know it's happening because I've got lifelong Laker fans. We talk about it. And that's what's happening inside Staples Center. That is a respect to both Carmelo and the late, great Kobe Bryant when he comes in the game. And that will not change. Like I said, he can have a bad game, and Staples Center will forgive this guy until he hangs up his shoes. Appreciate it, Austin. Thank you for calling Thanks, in, Thanks, Austin. Thanks for the kind words. You know, it's funny. 
Because I would say that if I felt that pulse as well, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've put those together. <clears throat> I Personally, maybe other people have. I don't know if I've put those together. I think there's a deep amount of respect for what Carmelo has done over yeah. the years. I'll, I'll use as an example, Michael, I, we, I talk about the big three. The big three, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. And he said, why don't you call it the big four? I remember yeah, him saying that one time. I remember him saying time. that too. And in my head, I was like, well, just because I think Carmelo's role is not going to be a big four role. I don't think anybody did, but it is all of a sudden. All of a sudden, he's looking like yeah. you know one of those players. I, maybe personally, I don't make that connection. Maybe there's something there. Maybe, uh, maybe there isn't. I think there's just a tremendous amount of respect for him. Plus, he comes off the bench. When you you know when you have a guy like Carmelo, he's the first guy that yeah. comes off the bench. It's kind of their first chance to, and it's the first time Look, they're seeing him for a lot of these fans. Laker fans are smart. Laker fans know the league. Laker fans know the real guys. Carmelo's one of those guys. But I disagree on the one for seventy-five. Uh, the, yeah, no, the, no, nobody gets to go one for seventy-five. But uh, his his premise of well, even if he struggles, yeah. they're going to cheer for him. You got to hit your job. You know, <laughs> for he him, he's going to have to hit his jumpers. But, but they they know what they're looking at. They know who he is. They know what he's done in this league, and I think that they respect that. I want to go back to something Austin said before we go to Von Miller. He said that aggression is not a part of his toolbox. It's not natural for him. I agree with you, Austin. He also said, I'm not worried about it. I disagree with you, Austin. I am worried about it. Because when the Lakers are at their best, and I'm not, we haven't even seen them at their best this year. We're, we're still waiting. But when we have seen them at their best on the championship run a, a ways years away ago, from that, to yeah, be honest with you. That it's when Anthony Davis is aggressive. And when he and, and I, I agree with you, it is not his default setting. Russell Westbrook's default setting is aggressive. Right, he's going to go a thousand miles an hour. He's going to push. He's not going to back up for any. He, that's Russell Westbrook. That's in his DNA. It's not for Anthony Davis, and that's fine. Different strokes for different folks, and everybody's a little different. But for the Lakers to win a championship, he needs to get to the line. He needs to get in there. He needs to be. Lakers are not losing player. a game if he takes twelve to fourteen free throws. Not very he's, often. I'm, I'm telling not you, they're not going often. to because what that also does to the defense. Whoever the hell is in the game is obviously fouling and has to go sit on the bench. It's easy buckets for the Lakers. He's going to shoot 75% plus from the free throw line. And on top of that, you just mentioned something. You know, you said that Russell, um, the Russ piece of this. I'd ask Michael this. Okay, there were two games in a row or two out of three games. He had 10 turnovers. He had nine turnovers. Michael, you can't do that, right? this This is not sustainable. He goes, well, that's who he is. It's the byproduct of how he plays. He averages four turnovers a game in his career. Ten turnovers he'll, he'll is a lot different. He'll figure it out. Anthony Davis, I'm not saying these last two games, he's he's not averaging two free throws every two games in his career. <laughs> Get back to what your average is. I think that's all we're trying to say. It, it, and he will. It just won't stay there for very long. It'll go back to the other thing, and we'll talk about it again, and then it'll swing back to the other side. That's just life with Anthony Davis, and it's more good than bad, and I'm just going to have to deal with it along the way. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So around 9.30 this morning, Rams made a deal for Vaughn Miller to come and join the team. And going back to Denver are two second-day draft picks, second-rounder and a third-rounder. Those are important picks because here – I love the deal. Play the other side but, of it because <laughs> I, I think it's it's very easily when something like this happens. Yes. It's a big-time name. It is. And it, all of a sudden, he's not going to be a guy that you know everything's on his shoulders. No, no, no. He's got – defensive stars around him all true Mm -hmm. it's a big time name who's still a very good player who's going to have a very positive impact on this team it's going to allow Aaron Donald to be a better player it's going to allow Leonard Floyd to be a better player it's going to allow Jalen Ramsey and the rest of the secondary to you know 
do a better job because there's going to be more pressure. There's a ton of upside, and I like the deal. But here's the rub, and I mentioned it to you earlier, the picks that the Rams don't have coming up in the draft, and I'll go over those in just a second. But the fact of the matter is this. Did you see the Rams' second stringers and third stringers in the fourth quarter yesterday? The Houston Texans could not do anything against the Rams yeah. number ones. Literally, it was three and out, you know, four plays here. There some at one point I think the Rams had 22 first downs and yeah. the Texans had three. It was just incredibly lopsided. They couldn't move the ball at all. The backups come in, three touchdowns in one quarter. Get a little bit of weird to just get out of here, let the clock run. I'm not saying that it was, you know, hey, everybody pay attention. But your depth, your backups or more often than not, where your draft players are. You know, mm -hmm. if you got a first rounder, they're going to be a starter. But you're finding your sixth offensive lineman, your seventh offensive lineman, your fourth linebacker, your sixth defensive back. All of these guys are in the draft and sometimes later in the draft. Now, the Rams have done a very good job of identifying players and plugging them in. But at some point, if you don't get to pick any players, if you've just got headliners, got Aaron Donald, I got Jalen Ramsey, I've got Leonard Floyd, I've got Von Miller, I've got Matt Stafford, got Andrew Whitworth. Okay, these are all great. You yeah. know, got Cooper Cup, who's becoming a star in this league. Your depth suffers. You can't pay everybody. And so if you're going to scrimp, you're going to scrimp on draft picks. You're going to scrimp on depth here, and you got to see it. Eventually, guys go down. This is the NFL. Nobody gets through clean. And you're going to need depth, and that's where your draft ability – and the Rams are good at drafting. They've picked really good players, but they don't even have any picks. They just don't have enough guys moving forward to go and get all this stuff done. Well, let me That's throw something at you. Today's stat hero of the day is Von Miller. So Super Bowl, obviously, MVP, eight-time Pro Bowler, most career sacks of any active player. So it's a big-time name Huge. that's coming. And I, think, and I love it. And I think what you, what you mentioned is interesting because, Trav, that's the definition of all-in. When you're all-in, you know what the other side is. You're out, right? Like You either – won the whole thing, and you you know understand what the risk is. I'm putting all my chips at the center of the table. Either that last card is going to flip my direction or all these chips are going to that dude across the table from me, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of the position that the Rams are in. It's a position the Lakers are in. It's a position, it's a position the Dodgers. Do Dodgers less so. Less so, but Dodgers went all in. Yes. The difference with the Dodgers, it's a sustainable. Their, their stack is bigger what's the buy-in you know like it's okay can i rebuy that that's the dodgers the dodgers are if we don't win at exactly. all i'm gonna rebuy here with Be another 20 because bucks. you can in baseball you mm -hmm. can just keep spending your money in basketball and in football you have a limited amount of time that you can do that a limited amount of money that you can spend under the rules all right stat hero the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the travis and sleeve show it's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage go to stathero.com slash 710 espn for 300% back on your first play. We appreciate their partnership on the show. Here you go. This is the Rams draft pick for next year, right? The 2022 yep. draft, which, by the way, let's just put this out there. Mm -hmm. The Rams wins the Super Bowl. Who gives a damn? Nobody gives a damn. <laughs> right? But can I say something? Yeah. Let's say they don't win the Super Bowl. Okay, if they don't win the Super Bowl, here's what's coming up. I still think you kind of don't give a damn. It's I, the right I, thing to do. I think it's the right thing to do, too. Yep. However, yep. at some point, the bill comes due. Mm -hmm. Next year, this is the Rams draft. They do not have a first-round pick. That's in Detroit because of Jared Okay, Goff. so first-round pick, they don't have... What do you think then is the Rams' plan for that day? Because they don't have to be there. They haven't been there in years. They haven't so, had a first round pick. That's since what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, off. do you go out to dinner? Or do you say, hey, let's just kind of use. Maybe we go. Uh, let's go, go to. Walk. 
Let's go to <laughs> Mammoth for a couple of days, and then we'll come back for the draft. Well, they don't have to come back for the next day either because they don't have a second-round pick. So now we're looking at a two-day weekend. <laughs> There's a stretch here. Does the draft start on a Thursday? Typically. Thursday, Friday, you're off. Okay, round three, which uh-huh. is also on Friday. The first one, you, you do have a third-round pick. Now, you traded one to the Broncos, but you have another one coming from the Lions because of the Brad Holmes hire. So you do okay. have to be there by the end of the third round yeah. on the second day. No fourth-round pick. That's in Houston. They do have a fifth-round pick, so that's exciting. They don't have a sixth-round pick. That's in New England. And then the seventh round, they have two picks. They have their own pick and a Miami Dolphins pick along the way. The point being, you have to when you only have what do we have there three picks. Yeah. You better hit on those three picks. You better find guys that can play. And nobody bats a thousand in the draft. You're going to miss on a guy here or there. You're going to not have the players that you want here or there. So now you got to get creative in free agency and yeah. trades yeah. and get other te- other guys players that maybe they don't want. Your depth becomes a real question the more times you trade these draft. Picks I think away. I think that is an interesting point that the depth. Let's say the Rams didn't win a Super Bowl because somebody went down, and now you're relying on somebody else, and that drop off is so significant. That part's interesting because I don't think many people are going to talk about that. They're going to just look at Von Miller, big time name. You and I both agree it's the right thing to do, but there is this is the risk of if one of these things don't work. I love the trade. I'm thrilled they did it. Yep. The Texans scored three touchdowns in one quarter against their backups. They're, all of those things can be true at the same time. Kurt Warner and Isaac Bruce were out there. <laughs> it's like what the hell? Yeah, it was it was a little different. All right, it is a million dollar Monday. You know what that means? You got a chance to win tickets to see the Rams and the Titans coming up on Sunday night. You got a chance to win a million bucks. You need to call right now 877-710-ESPN 877-710-ESPN Al and I have a little Rams trivia if you get the Rams trivia correct don't screw this up guys you got a chance Do to win the tickets this up. you got chance a chance to, to win the Titans Rams Travis Lee 710 ESPN I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, it is Million Dollar Monday. Here's how it works. We're going to ask you a Rams trivia question. If you get it right, you will win tickets to see the Rams and the Tennessee Titans. That's coming yep. up on Sunday night at SoFi Stadium, a little national TV game, which is always pretty fun. You also stay one week at Travis's at the <laughs> Rogers house and just the enjoy the family time there. And you get a chance to win a million bucks. You will need to give us your Super Bowl prediction, both teams and the final score. So, Slee, where do you want to start? All right, let's start off with, let's go to Chris in La Habra. Chris, what's going on? You ready? I am ready, guys. Good morning. How right. are you? What is your, good, doing good. What is your last name? It's Adorno, A-D-O-R-N-O. Okay, Chris Adorno the, from La Habra. Okay, here we go, Chris. Here's the first question. What year was the Rams' first Super Bowl appearance? What year was the Rams' first Super Bowl appearance? Got to go quick. I'd have to say when they were in St. Louis. Um, that was 19. Ooh. Okay, that is okay. incorrect, Chris. Sorry, the Thank Rams you, weren't in St. Louis by 85. The correct answer to that one, 1979. 1979. Okay. Yeah, the yeah, uh, Pat Hayden. I, but no, it was the Vince Ferragamo team that went to the uh, Super Bowl and lost to the Steelers that year. All right. I got that one wrong. Let's go to the next one here. Let's try. Um, 
Hmm. Pedro in L.A. Pedro, you are up next. Pedro, what's your last name? Uh, Cardenas. Pedro Cardenas in Los Angeles. Pedro, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> All right, here we go. Which team have the Rams played the most playoff games against? Um, that would be the uh, Cowboys. Yeah! Wow. All right, Pedro, good job. Nice job, bro. Pedro gets it correct. The Cowboys are the correct answer. The Rams and the Cowboys have faced each other eight times in the postseason. Pedro, are you excited to uh, stay at the Rogers household for the next week? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm most excited about. Forget the game, yeah. <laughs> good for you, Pedro. All right, so here's the next part that we need. I need you to give me the two teams, and I need you to give me the score for your Super Bowl prediction, and that's your entry to win a million bucks. He's gone? All right, Pedro, you're going to have to call us back yeah, and Pedro, uh, come back here, do buddy. that part of it. We, I think we need to do that on the air for yeah, legal Pe- reasons Pedro, as well. So Pedro, that was, let's make sure that uh, Pedro gets back. You're putting us in a tough, here, tough spot here, Pedro. <laughs> Pedro, 877-710-ESPN. Everybody ESPN. else, and then you got all these other people calling. <laughs> Everybody else, stop calling and leave a line open for Pedro, please. Yeah, you, apparently Pedro subscribes to the Sleeve of School. He got his tickets. He's good. He keeps it moving. All right, Pedro, are you back? Hello, hello. Hey, Pedro, okay, so we need your your Super Bowl score, both teams and numbers. Who do you got? Okay, okay. the Super Bowl score would be Rams 35, Bills 31. All right, 35-31, the Rams over the Buffalo Bills. Pedro, uh, you are our winner for today. Congratulations. Thank you, Pedro. And, uh, by the way, Slee, yeah. you, uh, you, you mentioned it earlier. How about oh. Pedro saying, oh, you guys want to call me back, call me back. <laughs> The, I'm busy. Slee was cool. The million dollars isn't really that interesting to him. He's fine. A lot of people picking the Rams. And I get it. We're in L.A. You're going to have Rams fans picking the hometown team. But I think a lot of people are picking the Rams because the Rams are a pretty good pick to go to the Super Bowl this year. So if you – by the way, this is what makes, I think, this season so fascinating in the NFL. There's four or five teams we can pick right now in the NFC, and it's not going to shock anybody. If I say, I think, you know what? I think the Packers are going to get back to the Super Bowl. You'd be like, okay. Decent pick. All right, I think the Rams are going to get this. Hey, makes Good sense. Pick. Tampa was just there. They won it. I'm going with Tom Brady to get back to the Super Bowl. Sounds good. Cowboys, maybe Cowboys is a little bit of a stretch. I was just going to say, yeah. I feel like the Cowboys in Arizona are the two. Th- that would be more of the stretch. There's a right? group of five, mm-hmm. but there's the three and then the two. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think that Dallas and Arizona are in that two. Arizona because of Kyler Murray's health. And, and right now he's not at his best. And he's they just limping haven't around. been there. Like haven't there's, been, you know, that the, has a lot to do with that's it. That's the rub with the Cowboys, mm-hmm. right? That the, look, the Cowboys last night beat Minnesota with Cooper Rush as their quarterback, and that's because Minnesota's lousy more than anything else. But they showed that they found a way to win a game without their best player. Sure, the Cowboys with Dak Prescott are really good. Sure, they're really good. But we haven't seen a ton of postseason experience with them. A little mm-hmm. bit. We saw it at the uh, Coliseum a few years ago, and the Rams beat them up pretty good along the way. Now this Cowboy team is better than that Cowboy team. You're always going to give the benefit of a team that has had playoff experience. Look, I know that we still have ten weeks. By the way, how mm-hmm. weird does that sound? The Rams have played eight games, and we still have ten weeks of the NFL season to go. It's an eighteen week season, seventeen games, but eighteen weeks. It feels like that home field in the NFC is going to be wildly important because all of these teams are so evenly sure, matched. Sure. If that game's played in SoFi, you feel differently than if you got to go to Lambeau or you got to go to Tampa 100%. or you got to go to Dallas. 100%. It's just a totally different dynamic. So that being said, so you know you're saying that okay, well, are these are these people because they're from LA, they keep picking the LA Rams. Well, we just kind of went through a short list. How about the AFC? 
AFC, you know, him saying the Bills, if you said right now pick one team to come out of the AFC, I think I lean towards the Bills as well. Are the Bills this unbeatable, you know, they're by far the favorite? No, absolutely not. Well, I Nobody knows what the Kansas City Chiefs are going to do, but I will tell you this in the AFC West. How many games are they back in the AFC West? Two and a half, I think. Okay. Have Raiders sold you that they're going to run away with the division? Absolutely not. Chargers have just lost two games in a row, and Justin Herbert in his last two games has not looked good. And, oh, by the way, um, they have to – they they have to call different plays because they're still worried about the home crowd, silent which is count the, at the home. silent count because the Patriots have too many fans at, at SoFi. So the point I'm making is the NFC. Yes, you have a few teams, but there's not one clear cut team, and I think that's the same thing for the AFC. I, I agree with you, but I don't know if that AFC list isn't a lot shorter than maybe we're giving it credit for. Because it, how, no, how short should that list? Be? I think it's three teams. To, to legitimately say, would you be surprised if this team were in the Super Bowl? I think you can only put three teams on that list and say, no, I wouldn't be surprised. It's Buffalo. It's Kansas City, despite everything that we've seen from them this year. If I told you, hey, look, like I just said a minute ago, there are 10 weeks left in the season. Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden the Chiefs get it figured out and they're in the Super Bowl, are you surprised? I'm not. No. And Baltimore. Right? Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. Especially with Derrick Henry, yes. Derrick Henry getting hurt. Yeah, the the mm-hmm. rest, the, would you be surprised if the Chargers in the Super Bowl? I would. See, seeing what oh, I've seen over the last, I would course be very began. 100%. They're going to charge it. You're yep. not buying the Browns. You're not, not buying, buying the Cincinnati. Bengals. You're not yep. buying any of those. Pittsburgh is kind of floating around out there, but mm-hmm. they don't look very good. There's nobody else in the East that feels like, oh, the Patriots would Ra- be a surprise. Raiders will be interesting. Really? Well, interesting in the sense that, you know, they're sitting atop the AFC West. The bigger surprise is they stay atop the AFC West. The surprise would not be that they start falling. You see what I'm saying? That between the two scenarios, that's why I think the Raiders are interesting. They've played two good games these last couple of weeks. They have. With Gruden out. Now, you know, you obviously have a brand new head coach. You're kind of trying to turn the page on that regime that was there Doesn't before. Doesn't it feel like they're a little talent short, though? I'm not saying that they aren't good. I, the, the Raiders, for the first time in a while, feel like you got to play well to beat the Raiders, which is which is something. But it does when you look at those other when you look at Baltimore when you look at Kansas City when you look at Buffalo no they're and then you tier. look at the Raiders yeah, just the ta- right. the talent is mm-hmm. not there it's better than it was but that's a while my ago, curiosity but not by a mile. that's my curiosity with them they are sitting atop the AFC West right now by themselves not by much right the Chargers a game back mm-hmm. two games back are the uh, are the Chiefs at three and four. Do the Raiders sustain this? Is it possible for them to sustain it? We'll okay, see. don't think about it. Who wins the AFC West? Answer right now. Kansas City Chiefs. Exactly. That's exactly right, right? Yeah. I, I think the same thing. I think that Kansas City will find a way to get a stop here or there, and I just have a really hard time believing that the Patrick Mahomes that we've seen through the first handful of games of the season, handful and the change. And the Chiefs have done nothing for you to think, oh, no, nothing. it's just, well, no, but it, they're the Chiefs. They have this good of a team. It's, it's two things. Mm-hmm. It's Patrick Mahomes and it's Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid's a really good coach. He will figure out how to take what he has so far and make it a little bit better. Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the NFL, I believe, despite the fact that he's just chucking it up for grabs. Because he wasn't doing that the last couple of seasons, right? We weren't looking at Patrick Mahomes and saying, what the hell is he doing? If he can just go back to throwing the ball when he's supposed to throw the ball and stop throwing underhand softball pitches and just jump balls, I think they'll be fine. 
I think we need more no-look passes. I think that's a key. The key is going to be more no-look passes. <laughs> ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. So how are we feeling, Slee, about the Lakers after the last couple of games? Have we calmed down a little bit on where they are uh, heading into their second game against the Houston Rockets? Yes, you heard me. Yep. Second game if against one wasn't enough Houston last Rockets. night against Houston, <laughs> don't worry, Laker fans. You get, get another one tomorrow. <laughs> Run it back. That's coming up next. It's Travis. Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Like French fries, for instance. We had a whole French fry conversation on the show today. Okay, so yesterday, Lakers broadcast. And they're promoting the show. Appreciate that. So they take that segment about you riding your cart like it's a <laughs> skateboard. skateboard. Uh-huh. And me saying, hey, how's that thing not tip over, the whole thing? <laughs> I was actually laughing. I, the first time I had heard it, I'm like, that was that was actually pretty funny. It was very funny. More my portion. <laughs> Well, it, I heard it too. It played a lot during the Rams game yesterday as well. And while you may have categorized it as funny, I had my, it hurt my feelings. You know, I'm I'm an, I'm an emotional. Uh, you said you said it some to the fact like, do you know what you're thinking when you see me doing this? That guy's just having a good day. Yeah. No. I'm like you, no. You, that's not you what I'm thinking. Insulted my physical presence. <laughs> it's, it's it's you know we're we're getting to know each other a little bit. You felt like you had to take a run at me. I get it. Um, can you guys stop sending me stuff on Twitter about hey no 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 Trav when you go to In and Out you got to order the fries extra crispy. Do you really think I didn't know that? <laughs> do, do, do do you really think that I wasn't aware that you could get the fries extra? I, I've done it. They're they're do fine. It helps a little bit. Can you bit, do me a favor? On, man. Two and a half hours from downtown Los Angeles, small city in San Diego County called El Cajon. Yes. Head on down there after the show, pull into rallies, go get you some curly fries. <laughs> uh, look, I'm, you don't have to convince me. Their business is booming this morning. They're like, I don't know what happened. People are coming from everywhere. Are they only in El Cajon? Do I have to go that far? Is there not one closer? There's no, there's, one there's, in there's, hun- there's 100%. I, I think there's some rallies around. Also, I, know, I just know that one there. I got to say... In and out takes so long already. Waiting for the fries to get extra crispy is just too much to, to like, ask. You know, they're no, trying to like actually make good quality I, I, food. Yes, the reason you got to wait is because they're waiting to cook it until you ask for it. But if you're in the line, Emily, by the if you by the time you get around, your double your fries will be double cooked. You'll be fine. It will not add time. Bro, there's rallies all time. over here. There's one in Inglewood. There you go. There's well, yeah. No, I'll you, hit you that got on my way of, home. Potentially, you got plenty of them. Um, the Titans are going to add Adrian Peterson mm-hmm. to their roster um, to replace Derrick Henry. He has a foot injury. It looks like it on might be practice squad season ending. Um, okay, I guess Jim Brown and OJ Simpson and uh, Billy Sims were unavailable. But, but hey, I mean, but what what do you want them to do? No, I, mean, I guess devastating. I wouldn't devastating injury? It is, and I'm not making fun of Derrick Henry's injury. I just is Adrian no, no, Peterson really the? I know there's not, not a 25 year old guy out there somewhere that has a little bit more juice in his legs than AP yeah, at this point. It's true. I mean, AP's one of those guys that has been. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Hall mm-hmm. of Fame. Back. I think. I think. Double check me on this, Emily. I think Adrian Peterson was the last non-quarterback to win the MV, uh, MVP in the NFL. Mm. So he he's a legit guy, but that was like in the 90s, early part of the 2000s. It's It's been a while. I don't know if that really changes the dynamics. You should grab Priest Holmes. 
if she if he's available. <laughs> you go Natron means. Hey, maybe go yeah. by old Charger back. I have the, I have back. what it, it is. Ladanian Tomlinson was the last ah, one, but LT. around there. Yeah, LT. So I, I knew I was a, a running back. You were in the right era, they, 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 but it well, wasn't 2006. Here, so here we go. A, by the way, AP and LT have I've gotten them mixed up before. I've told you that story. Where oh, I yeah, called Ladanian Tomlinson, Adrian Peterson, and this was right as Adrian Peterson was going through the stuff with his child. Yep. And yep. That, that was not a good day for Travis. That was not a good day not for your Travis. your best day. You feeling better about the Lakers? You feeling better? They won a couple of games. Cleveland is okay. Not not great, but they're okay. Houston stinks, but Awful. at least they won the game. And they were up by, what, 28 at one point in that game? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, put it to you this way. It's much better to try to say, hey, what do we like as opposed to what happened against OKC? I feel a little bit better about it. So it's a, it's the same when we were talking about that game after the Lakers lost to the Thunder. Remember, they beat the San Antonio Spurs. They had to go in overtime to beat the Spurs. They blow that 26-point lead against the Thunder. And I mentioned, hey, you know what? I'm okay that they lost this game. I'm happy they lost this mm-hmm. game. They need to learn from that mistake. They're you know, kind of taking their foot off the gas, not really paying attention. I, th- I felt like they deserved the L. These last two games, Trav, it's so tough to really gauge the Lakers right now. They're playing such bad teams. Yeah. And the teams they played that were decent, who were the decent teams they played? The Warriors? Memphis and the Warriors. Warriors. And Suns. Phoenix and Memphis. You lost two or three of those games. Could have lost that other one. Since then, you don't have another game that I would say is kind of a good um, barometer. Mm -hmm. And this is not even that good one. At Portland coming up on Saturday. Okay, that's a good one because that's a tough place to play. There's a couple all-stars that are on that team. Now that team is, I think, just going in the same circle over and over again. They're doing nothing different. But do I feel better that they beat the Cavs and the Rockets? I feel better because their record says 4-3 and three and they're not you know, sitting here at 2-5 and five or something along those lines. But the reality is, has the quality of play all of a sudden really changed? Probably not. It has more to do with who you're playing against. Yeah, there's an eye test that factors in at some point. Let, let's compare the eye test between the Rams and the Lakers. The Rams have just went through a schedule, a part of their schedule, where they played three really bad teams. Mm-hmm. They played the Giants, who they just stomped. They played the Lions, who they let hang around. But that was kind of a weird game. Lions ran a bunch of trick plays that worked. And then they went into Houston yesterday and stomped the worst NFL team I've ever seen. And they took care of their business. So at least you can say, yeah, they look good against a bad team. How good? I don't know because the team's bad. But at least the Rams did what you expect them to do. The Lakers have gone through a stretch of games against bad teams. San Antonio, OKC, Cleveland, and Houston. Like you can't. You you uh, cannot you cannot uh, think of a worst and oh by the way they still have Houston and OKC left yes this yes. week <laughs> so it's it's one of those things that have they won some of those games yeah but they did drop one in there to arguably the worst team in the league in OKC they let San Antonio hang around way too long goes to overtime the game against Cleveland was you know they they ultimately win the game and it felt pretty comfortable but the beginning was weird and then Houston's just so bad there's nothing even to take away from it so do you remember this. Early on in the season for the Rams, we kept talking about – remember they had a three-game stretch. I want to say this was a three-game stretch. You had Tampa, you had Arizona, you had Seattle. Mm-hmm. Remember those three games? Mm-hmm. Now, I know Russell Wilson gets hurt in in, uh, in the uh, game up in Seattle. But we were trying to figure out, okay, well, 
yes, we know Matt Stafford's a good player, but let's get him into some environments. What are those going to look like when he's under those environments? Even now you look at the Rams and you say, now you're starting to pay attention to the game against the Titans, but this changes now because of Derrick Henry. But you start looking at the Packers. Okay, you still got 49ers. 49ers. You still got Arizona. You still got Baltimore. Baltimore. You still got some of these tough games. That's kind of the same for the Lakers. I'm going to give you some matchups they're going to get in November. Today's November 1st. So these are by the time November is done, you're going to get an opportunity to see these teams in November. Miami might be the best team in the NBA. They look good. And I'm not kidding when I tell you that. They yep. might be the best team in the NBA. They added Kyle Lowry, and that's just a good mix of players. It's a Pat Riley style. The Lakers will get them on November 10th. Mm-hmm. Two days before that, you get Charlotte, who, no, I'm not sold on that team, but they got off to a good start. They're five and, I think, five and two, something mm-hmm. along those lines. You're going to be at Milwaukee. You're going to be at Boston. You're going to be Chicago at New at York. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got Chicago yeah. at home. So at least we're going to get a chance to gauge the Lakers. If the Lakers come out against the Miami Heat and win that game by 11 and they look great, you and I are going to have a different conversation than we can today because what we've seen so far is either the opponent hasn't been that good or the Lakers haven't played that well. And Anthony Davis can get to the free throw line more than twice in 64 minutes. I can't get over that. I, I'm, yeah, it's unbelievable. I, I'm, I'm not even trying to pile on. I know. I'm genuinely incredulous as to how he could play 64 minutes, get to the free throw line two times, and get to and, and get to the free throw line twice. That doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all. Got nothing for you on he, that one. He's too good. He's around the basket. The mm-hmm. ball's in his hands a lot. I just it, that's one of those things that is uh, really hard to explain. And I think it's also a pretty good indicator of how he approaches some of these games. You watching the World Series at all or no? I flipped back and forth. Okay, ready? Don't make sure nobody's recording this. It's been turn it a, off. Turn it off. It's been a really good World Series. Mm. It, it really has. Yeah. And and I, the Astros make my blood boil. I can't stand them. And I'm not a Braves person at all. Games have been really good. <laughs> they really have. That, okay, you could admit that. Yeah. The the game what was that game four, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, game four where Swanson and Soler went back to back. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was a game. They had a no-hit game in there or near no-hit game. the eighth or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there's been the, the Astros fell behind four to nothing last night in the first inning on a in Grand Atlanta, Slam and won. A game that they could clinch, Atlanta can clinch, and then it's, you know, it's obviously it's a wrap. Guy pitched on a broken leg. I mean, there's been some stuff going. Did you see the home run from Freddie Freeman last night? Yep. The, you know, that's Crushed. the longest home run he's Crushed. hit in his career? Crushed. In his career, Freddie Freeman's damn good hitter. You get a 460-footer in the World Series, that's a pretty good day. So the reason why I ask the question is, you know, yesterday Laker game's going on. You had the Sunday night game going on as well. Uh, and then you have this Astros-Braves game going on. Yesterday was the same. So I, I'm, I'm literally at the Laker games right now. I'm, it's like a sports book. <laughs> okay? If I can't see John and Michael's TV, no problem. I'm splitting my laptop screen, and I got the Astros-Braves <laughs> game going on, Lakers. I'm literally running a sports book. During the games. Let, let's cut to the chase. Have yeah. you made the root beer float in the press room yet? No, I have not. You need to really get on that because it's a root beer float, and who doesn't like that? It's a, it's a good way to do it. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. The Ducks won last night, by the way. They're off to a okay start. How it's are a, my Kings it's doing? It's a rebuilding year. They won the other day, too. They're, they got off they, had, they got off to a good start, yep. and then they lost a bunch of games in a row, and then they won again the other night. But Ducks beat the Canadians last night. And I like saying it, the Canadians, as opposed to the Canadians. Makes me feel a little more authentic. What do you think um, about I that? told you that I was going to probably pick up a Canadian team. Yeah. I have not uh, I have not chosen one yet. But okay. yesterday I was hardcore Canadians. <laughs> I... So this is the thing about you that I really, really enjoy. 
you're you're a sneaky hater. I, I like it. Like you're a very pleasant human being. Yes. You you're you're. I think you have a, a kind heart. I think that you know you'd help old ladies across the street and help a dog in need, like all the things that make a person a nice person. But you like to see other people's let teams me, lose. No, 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 you, no, no, you no, really let me, enjoy. Let me say this: sticking it to other sports. I've had fans. a rivalry with the Ducks for years. <laughs> I, I, I'm not Freaking kidding you. I'm gonna give you. I'm not welcome there, and I don't want to be there. Oh I, I have literally nothing against Anaheim. Let me I, get I'm that give out you there real one dollar okay. right here in my hand. Name one player on the Ducks, and the dollar is yours. Do me a favor. Put that dollar <laughs> back in your pocket. Uh, that's not gonna get much out. Yeah, of Yeah, you. One. By the way, you could pick some of the other teams, but no, they uh, off to a good start. Always like talking a little hockey. Let's go to the dump. This one caught me by surprise. Nick Saban turned 70 yesterday. First of all, that Nick Saban's born on Halloween seems mm-hmm. oddly appropriate. That, that seems like it works. Um, turned 70 years old. The only head football coach to win a national championship at 70 or older mm-hmm. is Bobby Bowden, way back in 1999. I would have thought that, A, I would have thought that Bowden had one. I would have thought that some old-timer like Tom Osborne mm-hmm. or Joe Paterno or one of those guys would have snuck in there past 70 years old. That that, that this is a relatively young man's game surprises me a little bit. How's John uh, Gibson doing this year so far? Uh, the Ducks are in a rebuilding year. John Gibson might be the best goalie in the league. Yeah. You thought you were going to catch me with that one. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not, you know, you say probably the best goalie in the he league. He might be. Uh, maybe no, top he's, three, he's not top three tops for me. <laughs> Name one more. Yeah, there's so many. <laughs> there are a lot. I mean, every team's got two. There are 30 teams, so there's 59 others. You could pick, you know. I just Igor, don't feel like listening Igor Bobrovsky? What about those? I love the Russian names. Those are fantastic along the way. Uh, today is National Cinnamon Day. I have chosen not to observe. I do not participate is in cinnamon Is it really, really Cinnamon things. Day? It's on the list, so okay, I'm assuming that Okay, question it is. for you. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Nope. Really? I, no, you, 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 need to, you need to hear me. But I have can't. you ever had Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Not since I was 12 years old. If it was around then, I've had cinnamon Still tastes cere- the same. I don't think anything changed. I, no, but. I can't do cinnamon. I you can do Cinnamon do. Toast Crunch. That might be the one thing that you would... Um, you so, would find a way to do. 12-year-old Travis yep. travels from Southern... I was in Phoenix at the time. Lived in uh-huh. Phoenix at the time. Travels to you Orlando, were working Florida. working at 12. You, were, you just started a business <laughs> at age 12 in Phoenix. To, to, yep. go, to go see my Aunt Kim, who lives mm-hmm. in Orlando at the time. She was an investor. <laughs> she was my boss. And so we're going to go to Disney World. We're going to go to SeaWorld. We're going to go do all those things. I'm yeah. going to go see my aunt and hang out with my cousins mm-hmm. and my, my brothers with me. And we're going to go have a good time. Bro, cinnamon scarred you. Cinnamon rolls get served for breakfast one morning. Yeah. Turns out they had spoiled. Young Travis had an appetite, so he ate multiple spoiled cinnamon rolls. And I spent two days of my Orlando vacation on a pool raft in the bathroom just because it was easy to clean up. And I lived in there for two days. Didn't have my mom, didn't have my dad. I'm on the other side of the country, and I didn't get to go to Disney World until a few days later, and it was not the same experience. There's only the one thing that could change your opinion on cinnamon. <laughs> What's that? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> I'm gonna have, never going to happen. Go to your local grocery store today. Never going to happen. All right. Uh, on this day, back in 2003, Cristiano Ronaldo scored his first goal for mm. Man United. I did not know he's that old. He's been around since 2003. That, I mean, I thought he was still a. I'm not a soccer person. I knew that he'd been around for a bit, but I didn't know he's Messi's going on 20 at the years. end of his 20 years. Did you know he'd been a, a star no. guy for 20 years? No, not that long. That's a definitely long didn't time. know uh, that long. By the way, the soccer world's kind of an interesting world. This, the, these players, I had somebody telling me this over the weekend. So I had to go to uh, an event on Saturday, work event for you know, with my girl, 
and we're there and we're soccer actually became a conversation for whatever the reason soccer came up you know what's fascinating we gotta i gotta do much more research on this i did not know all these clubs are basically all funded by the big time middle eastern countries yeah the okay yeah uh dubai is funding this one uae is that one um the saudis are running this one. I'm like, what is going on The Saudis on here? are launching a rival golf tour headed by Greg Norman. That got launched a couple of days ago. Greg Norman's going to be the president of that. How is that it's not a 30 Saudi for 30? I, oh, I think it probably will be at some point. How good does I, that sound? Yeah, that's... Uh, that's. I need to know more about this work event. Like, take me through. What sort of work does she do, if you feel comfortable saying? Because um, I'm trying to get an idea of who's at this She's party. a project manager. Okay. So that there's some engineers, like uh, things along no, those okay. lines. So this is what we're getting at. Like, engineers can be a little tight. It could be a little mathematically inclined. There's Maybe a, not the loosest group in the world. A couple people um, who I've met before, easy conversation. Easy conversation. So it's like, especially because you've met them before. <laughs> what? Is the difference between you and me? What's that? I would have to meet that engineer 64 times before I'd remember meeting him once. Think, hey, nice to meet you. I'm trying. Yeah, no, because I, I, I don't go to these. Functions. I don't go to them very often. So it's like this kind of the same people That's that are at worse. the events. It's one of my favorite moves is to introduce myself to somebody that I've met ten times before. <laughs> but hey, if nice you to have, meet you. If you if you meet somebody, you're only going to see them once every couple of months, and you had a good conversation with them. It's very easy to when you see them again, have another good conversation with them. You know what I mean? I wasn't pulling I don't. teeth. <laughs> I really don't. I just hey, oh yeah, what do you do? Oh no, we've been over the same. That's ground. awesome. Yeah, I, I should probably listen a little more. You're you're not a video game guy, right? No. So this one might Back not be you. Back in the days. Yeah, know, the well, Nintendo then this, days may, this and, may hit you. Okay. A sealed Super Mario Brothers 2 game. Oh, that's arguably the... Is that the go? That's one of the best. All right. Mario Kart is, in my Mario opinion, the best. Mario Kart's fun. Um, and then, you know, you look at all the other sports ones from there. That game from 1988, found in the back of a closet, sold for $88,000. Do you want to go through your old Sliwa closet? We talked about your old clothes that you didn't want to get into. So you what should we do? Video games what should there? we do? Should we that now just go buy... What are today's gaming units, and we should we seal them up for third? Like, is that a good investment? I have no idea. Well, it's like baseball cards, right? That if you have them and they just sit there, eventually, if you have the right ones, they become worth something. I have something. an uncle who, you know, back in the days, they used to collect cards. And he tells me, he's like, hey, I know you're in the sports industry. What do I do with these cards? I'm like, why you? I, I wish I had an answer for you. I have no idea. Do not do what I did, which is go online because you're going to think they're worth a lot. Like, hey, I have that Ken Griffey card. That one's worth $38,000. I have seven of those. No, you don't have that It doesn't one. work like that? It doesn't work like that. It doesn't, you know, it's still fun. Still fun. How do people find the pods? All right, ESPN app or on iTunes, just search the Travis and Sleeva show. Monday through Friday from 9.55 to 12.55. Just search Travis and Sleewell. You get the full three hours. So this is kind of like your first non-Laker day in a while. How do you spend yep. your time now that you uh, you don't have to go to a Laker game tonight? Lakers talk tonight, 7 to 8 p.m. A little one-hour action of a little Lakers talk tonight. Yeah, so you, even when there's not a Laker game, you're still embedded in Just the on Mondays. <laughs> Just on Mondays. Still get Thursdays and a Saturday. Well, that's it. Yeah. You got you to gotta take some Mondays. You're going to have to do that as well. Mason and Ireland is coming up next. The Rams have Vaughn Miller on their squad. How about that? Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Vaughn Miller. Go Rams. Mason and Ireland next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.